Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I legit. We have officially hit 60 episodes, Sam, of the Ground and Pound podcast. Give it up for us. Good work. Um, but... This is not a normal episode. This was supposed to be an episode all about Kayla Harrison and praising her for being the pound for pound number one woman um, in MMA right now. But instead, we're going to have a lot different type of episode than I thought we would have. Um, But before we get into PFL, let's talk about one thing. And uh, I'll bring it in with our friend um, who pretty much words it correctly. Atom is a rat na 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 na. Hey, na 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 na. Hey, Atom is a rat na 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 na. Hey, rat. Atom. All right. So, Artem, longtime training partner of Conor McGregor, is suing him um, because he feels that he did not get his cut of proper number 12, which I believe sold for $400 million um, when Conor gave up majority stake of the company. Now, it has been said that. Early on, when this thing was worth pennies, Connor gave him an opportunity to put in, I believe it was about $50,000 to own 10% of proper number 12. He had turned it down because he didn't believe that it was going to be worth anything, even though this was a project that they, quote unquote, had kind of worked on together. Um, But it was mostly a Connor McGregor idea, which is the reason that it was all Irish inspired, not for Artem. Um, And now he's coming back suing Connor for what he believes is his. And I think for one time in everyone's life, I think most people are seeing this lawsuit in the way of Conor McGregor. Fuck Conor. <laughs> you say it, but like he also is probably not wrong. You know it's bad when Khabib and Khabib fans are defending him. Yeah. I mean, if the guy didn't put any money in, he technically doesn't have any legal stake in the company. Like, yeah, he can put in all the work he wants if he did put in any work. But yeah, if he didn't put in any money, I think legally he doesn't have anything that actually would like make like legally would have like would force Connor to actually give him any money. Yeah, I think like this was like a idea once that they had. Pretty much that was the entire extent of it. Was they said, "Hey, we should start a whiskey company." If I said that to a million people and just one of them makes a whiskey company, that doesn't mean that I should get part of the company. That's like when uh, that guy in Whitewater told you about his idea about trains on trains. Yes. And if you start the company, then him uh, <laughs> and him asking you for money, then <laughs> I mean, it's your company. He just can't, like he came up with the idea, maybe, but like he didn't put anything into it. He just kind of maybe drunkenly said this is a good idea. On the record, I've never made a company called Trains on Trains. Um, I can't believe we just referenced that on an episode of the show. But... <laughs> regardless um yeah it's exactly that like if you just have an idea and you tell people this is a good idea but don't do anything <laughs> with it then yeah you're never gonna get paid um that's pretty much the entire extent of this other conor mcgregor news he's entering the sada testing pool in february and he says that he's only going to require two tests to pass which if that's the case i think that that means he's not on steroids in his mind 
So we'll see how that goes. February, and then he wants to get a fight booked right away. If I he is, you saw the testing pool. What? I thought I watched something from uh, Chael Sonnen that said I think Connor already entered it like a couple weeks ago. I think he becomes like eligible in February or something. Ah, okay. Because I think you have to take your initial test just to like enter the pool, and then you have to start regularly testing within like four months or something. Who does he fight when he comes back? Gaethje, one seventy. Gaethje, one seventy. Poirier main event. Not Poirier part four. No. Um. But let's get into what this entire episode is about. PFL, the 2022 championships was last night. If you didn't watch it, I don't blame you because it was $49.99 for an event that really no one cared about. Just that simple. Um, and there was only two things that they really needed to happen for this event to be considered a success. And luckily for PFL, because no one paid for it, no one got to watch that neither of those two things happened. The two things that needed to happen were Aspen Ladd had to just look like a good fighter, which she did get the win, but by split decision in maybe the most boring fight of all time. Um, I don't know what the announcers were saying because admittedly I didn't pay for the fight. So I got some bootleg copy of two guys announcing over Discord. Um, so I, I'm not really sure what the official announcers were saying, but these two buffoons were sitting there telling us how bad they were. And I did tend to agree with what they were saying. Um, they weren't very technical. Like you would see like John Anik, Joe Rogan, DC, Paul Felder, uh, Bisbing, Fitzgerald, any of them would be. Uh, these two guys were like, just like, I don't know why they're not punching them in the head. Like, okay, <laughs> settle down over there. But yeah, terrible performance from Aston Ladd. That didn't really matter as much. As long as Kayla Harrison continued to show that she's the number one pound for pound woman in the world, and she loses by unanimous decision in round five. Fight was likely going to be determined by round five. I'm not really sure. I didn't look at the actual judges' scorecards because, again, I couldn't actually hear what the official audio was. I just heard the two buffoons saying, oh, my God, she lost. Oh, my God. Again, probably not the best decision, but, hey, we uh, we got to see the actual fights. We just didn't get the announcing that we deserved. Um, with that being said, how big of an issue is this now for pfl because your biggest star who was supposed to be lined up with every other pound for pound woman is now losing to by the way we should probably give her congratulations uh larissa pacheco who does have two fights in the ufc she went oh and two um and then also lost on the ultimate fighter with her three losses being to her first fight in the ufc was to jessica andrage tough fight yeah. Jermaine Day, uh, I never say this last name right, uh, Randomy, she's, she was probably top five at that time. And then Macy Chazon. So it's not like there were three no-namers. And she's only 28 years old. So when these fights were happening in 2014, that means she was 20 years old. Maybe she, she's grown up. She's also already lost to Kayla Harrison twice. So this was already a trilogy fight because of how poorly planned the PFL is with this tournament style. It seems like every single year, it's just going to be these two then max, matched up in the finals. So how big of a deal is this for PFL? What's next for Kayla Harrison, you think? And like, what do we, what does that promotion do? I think this is massive for them. I think they were trying to market Kayla Harrison kind of like how the UFC after George St. Pierre and all that, like all the all-time greats left tried to market Mark, Ronda Rousey. 
Well, at that time, you had Ronda Rousey, you had uh, Connor. Connor, you had the rise of Khabib coming up, um, you had still Silva in there. So, I mean, like the UFC was in a totally different situation because they still had studs. You had TJ Dillashaw, you had Cody Gar- uh, Garbrandt. So, I mean, like the UFC had the stars to like supplement them when GSP left. I don't know. I mean, Jeremy yeah, I Stevens, notable name, only because Conor McGregor is the, it's the infamous, who the fuck is that guy? He lost. <laughs> yeah, I was looking down the card. Sergio Pettis and... lost in the quarterfinals, or maybe it was the semifinals. That screws them because that's a, they're one of their bigger names. Aspen Ladd looked terrible. Uh, she was Marlon Marias to... lost to an, uh, another Marias. Yeah, well, he was expected to lose. He was the underdog in that fight. He's he also old, old as shit. I the only thing I remember from Marlon Marias was that an insane Marab Davishvili fight. Where yeah. I thought he had Marab out, and yeah, but yeah, with Kayla Harrison, that's pretty much what people went to uh, PFL to watch was Kayla Harrison. I mean, I, there's not a single name on that card outside of Kayla Harrison that would ever make me even consider buying a forty nine ninety nine pay per view. Yeah, like I, I just don't Which, know what they're gonna do. Again, I mean, Kayla Harrison, good for her. She already got paid by PFL, yeah. so good for her. But yeah. Do we know how long her contract is now? I can, I'll look it up. If it was only one year, like I would say she has to leave. She can't just keep facing this girl. Especially if she now has lost. She's 15 and one now as a professional. And then the other big point that I wanted to bring is, is, is ATT still just in this constant downfall? Oh, sorry. I was looking up the, uh, so it said it was a multi-year deal. So she has to fight in that. Yeah. So, I mean, she's just, I mean, she'll probably fight Aspen Ladd at some point, which I guess that's a big fight. And then this Pacheco girl probably for a fourth time, unless she goes somewhere else. Cause I guess now she could be considered a star. She moves to 19 and four as a professional. With yeah, her- all I'm seeing is Matt is a multi-year contract for uh, Kayla Harrison. Yeah, so I mean, her four losses to Kayla Harrison, uh, Andrade, and then uh, Jermaine D. Randomy, um, because the Macy Chizan fight is technically considered as an exhibition. It's not the worst. She does have <laughs> wins over Carol Rosa, and then in her am well not amateur career, but before she even got to a legitimate promotion uh she did beat irene aldon or aldana um so i guess that's a big fight but they were also super young so both have changed completely yeah yeah also uh kayla harrison's deal is completely guaranteed yeah so i mean she's not gonna leave um but i'm sure she didn't expect to lose no she didn't i'm assuming she did not especially after already beating the girl twice how worried should american top team be now they're having a rough year. They're yeah, no kidding. I mean, pretty much since the Poirier fight of last December. Actually, you had Poirier lose, and you had Amanda Nunez lose in the same card. Same card. Then Amanda Nunez leaves, regains her title. Um, let's see who else over there has lost. You had Austin Vanderford losing a Bellator middleweight championship. You have uh, Jorge still there. Jorge, who, <laughs> I mean, 
I don't know what to say about Jorge Masvidal. Might be in prison soon. Who knows? Um, I feel like everyone's leaving there, if anything. Yeah, I mean, Colby leaves, looks better than ever. Amanda you know, Nunez leaves, regains her title. To be 100% honest, you know who their big star probably is right now? Is middleweight Bellator fighter Dalton Costa. He's, I mean, it's it's kind of sucks to say because you'll be like, oh, like, would he beat Izzy? Would he beat uh, Alex Pereira? Probably not. But, like, in Bellator, could he win the middleweight like, belt? The middleweight belt? Probably. Um, could Like, there's a lot of names in that middleweight division. Do you think he beats Robert Whitaker? Hell no. <laughs> not yet, at least. Maybe further on in their careers, but I, I don't know what they do now. Yeah, it's a little rough for him. Um, big question. Who do you th- like? Which promotion now is in a better spot? Because both are kind of rising and going in the right direction, but PFL or Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships, better known as BKFC. I'd say BKFC. They're getting stars. Better event. They're getting stars. I mean, there's no grappling or anything, so I mean, it's not legitimate martial arts, but. <laughs> I watched, uh, I actually watched the, the BKFC event uh, earlier this week on, uh, I think, BN Sports. I mean, it's the first time I've ever watched it. It looks absolutely fucking brutal. <laughs> BKFC is in a rough position. I kind of wish they would bring back Triad from Triller. Um, Bellator is rising in the right direction. I'll give them that. They've done so many things right. The UFC is still Whoa. obviously the number one. Well, what Bellator did is, didn't they just completely redo their, like, kind of, like, ideology where they were bringing old UFC guys and now they're just trying to build their own stars? Which they should have done. And they're finally signing guys that, like, Dana didn't pick up from the Dana White Contender Series or the Ultimate Fighter. Um, they're finding guys that are fighting, and they're half the time they're 1-0. Like, they're just like, let's give this guy a chance. Dylan Danis, still technically on the roster. As much as he sucks and everyone hates him, he brings a lot of light to Bellator because you always look up, when was his last fight? Where was it? Bellator. Now you're looking at Bellator fights. He's kind of a blessing in terms of marketing. I mean, you can say the same thing about uh, going into people that, I mean, you love him, but he gets eyes. When John Jones finally steps in the cage again after three years and all things he, he's went through, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to boo him, hope he loses. I'm not one of those people. I hope John Jones wins this heavyweight title, um, which, I mean, I, let's jump into that real quick. That'll be the last thing we have to cover here. John Jones' opening odds came out against uh, Francis Naganu, and then they also set out odds against uh, Curtis Blades. He came in at a minus 230 against Blades. No shock there, um, coming in as the favorite. Against Naganu, I believe he was, if I remember the number I right. Saw plus 130. Plus 130, plus 135-ish. Slight underdog. Honestly, that might be because of the last fight against Cyril Gan, where Naganu did show he could wrestle. Yeah, but there's... And, and Naganu is the type of heavyweight where Jones, he's, got, he's not going to have to cut weight. Naganu is probably cutting to get under 265. Naganu definitely is. And that's also if Naganu fights. Yeah, which, I mean, 
me and Hunter talked about situation. it. If you guys didn't listen to the last episode, you guys can definitely go still go listen to it. It's all relevant still. Um, we talked about the possibility because we didn't have the betting odds yet. Curtis Blades, <laughs> like we love him. Don't get us wrong, but he should not fight John Jones. Where is he better than John Jones at? Maybe wrestling. Big maybe. Yeah. Definitely not striking. Definitely not uh, fight IQ. I mean, that's the only IQ. Actually, that's I can't even say that. I was going to say that's the only IQ I might give to John Jones, but I don't think I can say that either. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, I think the heavyweight division, I there's a lot of young talent, but I just don't know if they're at the top level. No. I think, uh, I think we're in for a treat, though, regardless of what happens. Bellator 289 in Connecticut. Um, one day before UFC 282. Before we have that, we get to see UFC Orlando, which is a stacked card next weekend. More stacked than the, than the pay-per-view right now because of that fallout at the uh, top. I want to know how bad Yuri Prohaska's injury is. If Dana White is saying this might be one of the worst injuries he's ever seen. I also, from what I heard too, it's kind of Yuri too, because of how honorable of a guy he is. He's like, just let the division move on and we'll probably get a, Dana will give him a shot when he gets back. Also, Glover, Glover Teixeira turning down, which he said he turned down the fight is bullshit that he's then saying they didn't give him the opportunity. Did you hear what? Did you hear yes, what he I heard? Why said? it's a totally different style, and I get that. Well, I was saying because, uh, well, if it was Jan, he would have taken the fight. But if it was, uh, this is what I heard. If it was uh, Jan Blahovic, he would have mm-hmm. taken the fight at two eighty one. If it was uh, Maham- Ankalaev, he wanted to wait until January to take that card. Which, from Glover's perspective, I understand it. You I do. Fought Jan also, before. what would have happened if this happened week of? And we had only known that Ankalaev was the backup option. Does he then still turn it down? Yeah. Like that's. I think Glover thought he was in a better position than what he was. Sucks to say he's not the champ. Yeah. And I think Dana's challenger. You got to take the challenge. (laughs) Well, is this what Dana's going to start doing too now with the matchmaking on cards? He's done. And two straight pay-per-views where he has the number one contenders fight and the championship fight on the same card. So if he has a he, fallout, he's starting to do that a lot more. I've noticed it. What's the yeah, co-main in uh what's the co-main in Brazil? Brazil yet? Because obviously um, the, the main event right now is still uh Moreno versus Figueredo four. Although um, if you look Brazil. at the UFC website, they have not actually announced that. Yeah, they don't have anything on uh, – they do not have the main event. ESPN just has it as an American. Oh, God. On it, it just has – so it has two blank, and it has an American flag by one of the fighters. <laughs> That's weird. Because, um, yeah, it has – how does that on a pay-per-view? Are this pay-per-view at, might suck. Are you looking at this card? I was looking, the pay-per-view is – Lauren Murphy, Jessica Andrade, not a terrible matchup. But then Johnny Walker on the pay-per-view. Well, he's okay because he's fighting Paul Craig. I'm looking at Google, and for some reason at the bottom of the list is still Gilbert Burns and Neil Magny. That's going to be the co-main. 
I mean, is but Figgy, if if they put, they're gonna have to put. I think they're gonna have to put another card or another fight on there if the headliner is uh, Figgy Moreno, and then your co-main is Burns Magny. That's not gonna bring a lot of people in seeing flyweights fight. Well, it's it's more of as a like thank you to Brazil. Just get. I understand, but I think still they're going to want to get pay-per-view buys, and I just don't see the casual fan getting that from this. Who's fighting uh, Jamal Hill? Is that Anthony Smith? Um, do you know what card that's on? No, but I think he fights Anthony Smith. They should just remove him and have Jamal Hill fight against Glover. I think that would, be, that would be much better co-main. And make it an interim title fight or just call it the number one contender fight as it is. Well, I don't understand this. Uh, okay, that's because Whitaker. Okay, never mind. I was looking at the Paulo Costa Whitaker that's announced, that's announced for 284. I'm Perf. like, why not just move that to 283? That's a thank but, you to Whitaker. <laughs> yeah, that's not a thank you to Costa. He, I guess he hasn't actually assigned Again, it. they're doing – oh, I was going to say again they're doing it, but that's the uh, – interim uh flyweight title between yair and josh emmett on the yeah. same card as volk yeah so volk will still get to see who he's fighting next while also fighting for a different title he'll know who he's fighting before the main event yeah he will actually yeah he's exactly going to know who he fights before he fights although what happens if he says i'm just a lightweight now then you Same. get the champ to uh if he beats Makashev, the winner of that fight becomes a new champ too. I guess. Or is it gonna be Arnold Allen versus the interim champ for the actual champ? The other name that you have to throw out there is Ortega because Ortega's loss was not a real loss. Is Ortega ready to fight anytime soon though? I don't know. I watch his Instagram lives and he looks like he's having he fun. for Ortega or somebody what? else. I watch for all parties involved. <laughs> Ooh, that, uh, again, this uh, card is looking a little, is looking a lot worse with that, uh, t- with the Glover fight and uh, coming off of it. I yeah. mean, you got Patty Gordon. Well, it's still don't loaded. Know. Don't get me wrong. It's still a loaded card. You got your boy. I think this is probably your favorite fight on the entire card. Yeah, it Bryce is. Mitchell versus Ilya Taporia. I think that's also uh, Hunter's favorite fight on the card, but we have different different uh, views on who. And then I'm guessing your second favorite fight is Darren Till versus Duplicius. Dude, yeah. I, you 100% got it. Third fight, favorite fight is Patty Pimplett. I like this main card a lot, though, still. It's a it, – I mean, for – for you, it's probably a, a absolutely loaded card. I mean, you still get Robbie Lawler versus uh, Ponzinibbio. To be honest, prelims, maybe one of the best prelims I've ever seen. Yeah, the headlining on that prelims is prob- is going to be a banger. Rosas versus Dawkins. You have the debut of Raul Rosas Jr., um, who I forget, is he 19 years old? 18 years old? I can look. You have a fight that might lead to him either getting – cut or possibly back into a top 15 fight in Edmund Shabazian. He is 18 uh, years old. Yeah. Chris Curtis and Joaquin Buckley. That's a fun fight. That should have been added to the main card, I think. What? Buckley, Curtis. Nah, put it on ESPN because it's a good fight and it'll bring fans in for future fights or I, make people want to buy the pay-per-view. 
I don't know how it's an early prelim fight. No, that shows me as a prelim. It's the first oh, for ESPN. They have it as an early prelim for Buckley uh, Curtis. The headline of the early prelims, though, is Billy Quarantillo versus Alexander Hernandez, which I love that fight. Yeah, this is a pretty just fight wise. I think this is a good card. I just don't think it has the names outside okay. of it's a really fun card. It doesn't have many implications for many divisions. No, like Rosenstruck Dawkus. If you had Dawkus a year ago, this could be a big fight, but. He's coming off a of losses to Blades, yeah, uh, this, Lewis. That's like a fight Lewis. that, like, who should actually fight a top ten contender? Yeah, <laughs> whoever loses is not getting a top ten contender. I would, I would imagine, anytime soon if they don't go on a massive win streak, which Dawkins has to prove he has a chin. <laughs> I don't know what they get paid. That could also be a loser gets cut type fight. Yeah, and if you're, Dawkins, I don't think he gets. I think if Dawkins might lose coming off the three, what, three or four straight losses. He might be saying hello to Bellator. Yeah. Which Dawkins Bader or wh- whoever is facing Bader. Well, it's, it's Fedor's last fight. Fedor. So. so it's Fedor versus Bader for the heavyweight championship of the world. And it is Fedor's retirement fight. So he could retire on top. Walk Which, out that, that's that's even better if Dawkins gets cut because then he can probably go in and fight immediately for a championship. Yeah. And I'm guessing that Bellator is going to pay him. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big enough name that you pay that, man. Yeah. Yeah, um, no. Looking at it, 281 is pretty good. It's just sad to see the uh, Glover and possibly the best championship fight of uh, 2022 not get that rematch. I'm trying to think if there's any other fight that you could say that about, and really, I'm not. I can't think of one. Maybe an Ola, maybe an Oliveira fight, but yeah. Other than that, I wouldn't like Makashev. No, because Makashev dominated him. He dominated Gaethje. I mean, for that one round, it was fun. You're not going to say uh, Rose versus Carla. No. <laughs> Although you could make the case for Adesanya versus Pereira. I know that's probably recency yeah. bias. But that fight was awesome. Probably those two. Um, not, I mean, Usman and Leon. That was kind of a Leon, that wasn't until great. the fifth round. Yeah, it wasn't a great fight until Leon's kick. Um, definitely not Nunez versus Pena too. Nothing was definitely Volk not Korean Zombie. You can, definitely can't say it about Korean Zombie. Um, what was the Adesanya versus Whitaker? No. It was good for about a round, I think, and then Adesanya dominated. Honestly, that it's those two fights will be the fight. Well, those two fights will be the championship fights of the year, and then we'll end up going through the nominees very soon in the end of the year award show um, that we'll be doing. We'll also end of the year just kind of giving you guys a like what to look forward to. We'll do our predictions of twenty twenty three end of the year rankings again. I'm actually going to go through um, the 2022 rankings episode that we did and see what we were right, what we were wrong about. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much everything we got going for us. So Ooh, I didn't realize he was on the Bellator card. Who? Is that why you brought him up? Dalton Rasta? He does fight. He's number, what, five or six? I think five in the middleweight division. He's fighting Adams. He should win that fight. Yeah, it doesn't let me click on it to see what he is. Yeah, the Bellator website still needs a lot of work. But 
Um, regardless, they're doing a lot of things right over there. I loved my time at Bellator in Chicago. I'm, I'm looking right now to see where he's ranked at, but that's pretty much everything for us. Um, as always, if you guys are gambling, gamble responsibly. Uh, we, I know I didn't give any picks, but we're not responsible for your winnings or losings. And then uh, if you are betting, bet with the king of sports books over at BetMGM. If you're an Illinois resident, please go to winnersonlyclub.com and sign up using our link. Uh, it helps us out as a show, and we'll be able to continue to do more cool things um, as official ambassadors now of BetMGM. So we'll be doing a lot more MGM work, a lot more gambling stuff um, here in the very, very near future throughout the Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, and Michigan areas. So we'll talk to you guys later. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday. We're recording. Thursday morning, we'll have our UFC Orlando preview show out and ready to go. Peace. Yep, see ya. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.